0: Here we go, the last melon. Silence your phone, ma'am.
1: Hello?
2: <laughs> hey Bud. <laughs> My Corona
0: Diaries. Hello and welcome to another brand spanking episode, the final episode. It's the final episode uh of the Corona Diaries. Corona Diaries, whatever. I forget what it's called now. Um anyway, Denise, say how to the folks out there. Hola. That's it? Yeah. Okay, cool. That that's why I like you, because you know, a, a woman a few words. <laughs>
2: I'm not drunk right now. Unless
0: you're nagging me or something. Oh, this is true. It and is. this
2: is the episode that I should be drunk for.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Denise, please go uh take a shot of something. <laughs> Or you should have started like at 10 a.m., right, <laughs> to be honest. Um, anyway, joining us today, we have, I, I think, the person who was somebody that we wanted to get on this show from the very, very beginning. And since we weren't able to get him for episode one, we figured, hey, let's save, uh, let's save him for the end. So uh, joining us all the way from Canada, bud, it's uh, Joe. Woo-woo, welcome, Joe. Hey, how's it going, bud? Hey, it's going good for those of you who don't know which i'm like who doesn't know i mean only like five people listen to this and they're all people that know us already <laughs> anyway uh joe we've known him through podcasting for many many years uh he is the co-host or the main host i guess no the co-host you're the co-host right
1: i'm a recurring guest host that's
0: right dude it's been so long i, I forgot the wording oh i know <laughs> yeah we'll get to that too we'll get to that too. of pod blocked uh with his buddy over there chris Oh, wait, should I say his last name? We'll just say Chris. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he, he doesn't.
1: He's care. unemployed now anyway. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> God damn it.
0: Uh, yeah, and, uh, and not only that one, but also 742 Evergreen Terrace, the all things Simpson-centric podcast. Nice. Yeah, I got that one. I didn't forget that one. Um, yeah, anyways, the reason we wanted Joe on is because just before all this pandemic stuff started happening, uh, him and his wife were getting ready to start uh, their own bar, And it was a bar with a little bit of a cool spin on it. I'll let him tell you all about it. It was kind of crazy how just everything lined up from when you guys were working to get the bar open to like all like the little setbacks that happened that slowed things down and then how it just happened to coincide with the pandemic. So I will let you tell the story way better than I can. So uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So my wife works in uh, medical laboratories, testing samples for all sorts of diseases and stuff. And she is extremely creative and artistic and she felt like her soul was dying working there because everyone was unhappy and it's just sort of that negative workspace so three years ago she had this idea that if she could go to a bar that wasn't like sports themed or anything like that was just like a creative space that she could go and have a drink at it'd be like the best thing in the world and then she thought well maybe i should do that she never worked in the industry before neither of us have and so she just started kind of flushing out a business plan and Bouncing the idea off of people and kind of getting an idea if there would be any interest out there for it. And so then obviously it's a huge investment. So she didn't jump right into the bar thing. She started doing workshop nights at different breweries around and she'd like, she post that she's going to be doing like a cross stitch thing or whatever workshop at a, at a bar and they'd sell out like immediately. Yeah. So she's like, okay, well maybe, maybe this isn't crazy. <laughs> so she did that for a couple of years and And we decided to bite the bullet and start looking at commercial real estate. And uh, it's expensive. Yeah. But uh, once we found the space that we're in now, it's such a big industrial commercial space that like there's lots of ability or opportunity to get really creative with the space and do lots of different things with it. And so we dumped our savings and pulled some equity out of our rental house and paid engineers and architects and all that shit. And we designed it and uh about a year ago we got the the go-ahead from the city that we could start doing this stuff so construction began in october and uh we had a lot of setbacks with permits and all sorts of nonsense stuff but and we thought that was gonna be the hardest part of all this yeah Um, we were supposed to originally open in december and we finally turned the open sign on in february yeah. So we're like, yeah, that was- we're like okay, great. <laughs> this is awesome. We were open. I think it was February 22nd or 23rd, something like that. Because we've never worked in the industry. I still maintain my job as an electrician. I'm not working here. She has to figure out how to be a manager mm-hmm. at a bar that she's yeah. never worked at before. <laughs> so she did sort of like a very soft open just to get staff trained and herself trained and get sort of like everything figured out. And uh, it started getting really, really busy and really popular on its own. Nice. And so we're like, the February, or sorry, March is on the 14th or the 15th. She had two events going on in our upstairs part, and the bar is just open for normal stuff downstairs. And it was at capacity. Damn. So we're like, oh my God. The guy kept checking the security cameras from home because I was home with the kids. Yeah. And just see, like, there's no room in here. I was like, this is amazing. That is cool. And so, and she got home she's beaming thinking like i going not have to hire more staff or a general manager like this is amazing and the next day they announced that no you have to shutter everything it was it was brutal
0: yeah dude dude i can't fucking imagine it especially because you know i I, like i was following along with you like you know wherever you would post like either on your snapchat or, or instagram mainly on snapchat i think is when you would do the more of the little updates and stuff and yeah, I was just so like excited about it cuz I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, this is a really unique idea and it's just so cool. Like I I I mean, I've never had the opportunity to meet you in person, but you know, I feel like I've known you for for a long time online and stuff. And so it was just cool to like yeah. yeah, it was just cool to know like, hey, I know somebody that's like starting up their own bar. That's so fucking cool. And then uh and then yeah, just like when it opened, well, like the soft opening, I guess like you were saying, and I was like, man, this is like really like amazing. And then, yeah, just the way yeah. that everything went down, I was just like, oh, my God, that is just bullshit, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was, it was tough. But, you know, I don't think I ever explained what the bar is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a standard bar downstairs and upstairs is a event space. It's basically just a big empty room with cool lighting and artwork everywhere. Uh, the idea is that she can run workshops up here or have like kids birthday parties on the weekends um gallery openings all the time um and downstairs if you're coming off the street you can just come in and have a cocktail or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but she has um crafting kits that are available so if you wanted to come in and make a necklace or you want to uh do a mandala painting right that's like we have everything here yeah so you can come in and do a craft or you can have some something to drink or eat we just expanded our menu like crazy a couple weeks ago um when we opened it we thought like at least here if you're going to serve alcohol you have to have some type of food available um and a lot of bars will do it where it's like they have like chips or popcorn Mm. just something to stay legal
0: yeah (laughs) so we thought with
1: ours we're like we could do that or we could do something a little more bougie and have it be kind of fancier and we'll do like charcuterie boards because cured meat lasts forever yeah um and it's just kind of easy you can have everything sort of pre-chopped and then someone orders a board you can just kind of dump the stuff out and pass it on yeah but then when we opened it turned out our kitchen idea of just being sort of like a quick easy serve thing is extremely popular but people were coming here a lot for food which is if we get to reopen it's going to be a bit of an issue because we don't have a commercial kitchen here we just have some equipment but uh yeah it's it's funny because she decided to dump everything into this yeah and even though you heard it in the news, like China and it was spreading through Italy and stuff, we just didn't think it was going to happen here.
0: Yeah, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like the swine flu or like the bird flu or whatever, yeah. where it's like everybody freaks yeah. out about it and then nothing happens. You know what I mean?
1: hmm Yeah. So we had to, we had a couple weeks where we basically kind of sat around feeling bad for ourselves mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, because there's nothing else we could do. Because in Ontario, anyways, you're not allowed to just sell alcohol, like as a... Uh,
0: like to go I don't know thing. what you'd
1: call that, like post-retail kind of thing. You can't sell it unless it's like a sit-down establishment.
0: Mm.
1: And so we have all this, we've got 10 kegs that are basically full.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. it's like, what do we do with all this stuff? Because if, if this lasts very long, it's going to go bad. Yeah. And then uh, they decided to modify the rules a little bit. We can't pour beer and sell it, but we can sell cans and stuff as long as we sell food. mm mm-hmm. So now we're selling craft kits online. Everything's online now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just kind of changed all of our stuff instead of being available in drafts. We still own all that draft, but <laughs> it's all available in cans as well. So we kind of put together these packages where you can order charcuterie boards and a bottle of wine, a beer, whatever you want. So we're just trying to figure it out.
0: <laughs> so as far as like the beers and stuff, uh, out here, a lot of the breweries, um, I don't know. I'm sure it's the same over there. But before, you, they would sell you, like, this huge jug, and you could just, like, fill it up with beer or something. But now the popular thing is, like, Crowlers, which is, like, a 32-ounce can that they can like, on the spot for you. Like, you tell them what you want, they freaking fill it up, and they can it right there. Um, is yeah. that kind of the way you guys are doing it? Like, or no? Like, you just mean, like... We're if, not
1: allowed to. Oh, you can't do that? Like, even if you can no, it? No, we're not like allowed on- to. It's, like, um, we're friends now with a bunch of different breweries around here. Yeah. They can do it because they're the manufacturer. Oh but we can't because we'd be like selling it third-party or something, I don't know. Ontario has a lot of really weird made-up rules that don't make any sense.
0: I was gonna assume it was all of Canada but no, you're kind of saying it's more just Ontario that's like real weird about like where you can get liquor and who can sell it and who can't and all that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mostly just Ontario. Every province has its own rules.
0: Damn, that's good. So, yeah, because mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking like, oh, because here, for example, like for a lot of restaurants, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, they're open for takeout and then they started doing that thing where um you can take, like, cocktails to go to. Yeah. Where like, they'll pour you a cocktail into, like, a little sippy cup or something.
1: <laughs> oh, so amazing <laughs> Oh, I jar, wish. Bro. I wish we could do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it seems like you guys were able to transition, like, pretty quick. But for a while there, I wasn't seeing, like, anything updated on social media or anything. So I was like, oh, man, like, what's going on? Like, I just thought, like, you guys were just completely shut down and nothing was going on. But then the last few weeks, I noticed that things seemed to be ramping up a lot more, like... You, you, you guys are mentioning <laughs> you have a lot of free child labor with like uh yeah. packing the meats and all that so i was like oh okay yeah, exactly. cool it seems it seems like things are, are moving again yeah
1: yeah well that's the thing because like right now everything obviously everything is closed and you can't do anything yeah. um, my wife funny enough she hated the job that she had so she left it and yeah. opened this place and then almost immediately the coronavirus happens and she has to go back to the laboratory that she was working in because it tests all of the samples between Toronto and Ottawa, which is a huge area. Yeah. But her lab is crazy business. So now she had to leave her dream to go back to the place that she hated. Yeah. But she's working a ton. So then the kids and I basically, we wake up in the morning and we do some e-learning for a couple hours. Yeah. And then around lunch, we come to the bar, sanitize <laughs> our hands and start packing orders and all yeah. stuff. But it's been good because it gives us a change of venue, something else to do. For sure. Try to teach the kids some things. So We're trying to make the best of it.
0: Yeah, no, I dig it, dude. I'm glad that you guys were making it through. And I, I'm glad that your wife was able to go back to her laboratory work. Because, I mean, yeah, like, it sucks. But at least it was, like, income coming in right now that I guess the bar wasn't um, doing as, as, you know, you had hoped due to the virus. And all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, with my work, uh, we work inside people's houses all the time. So, like, the work pretty well dried up other than the odd service call. Yeah. So I was like, well, I can just go on employment insurance and stay home with the kids because obviously we don't have childcare anymore either. So oh, yeah, like, well, I can be home and kind of run the bar stuff with the kids and take care of the kids while she works and we'll just kind of make the best of it
0: nice 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 and then I, w- I was just curious as far as like w- when you guys were open like what was kind of like the breakdown of like uh, your customers was it like 50 50 male female or like because when i think like bar you think like oh it's a bunch of dudes in there but then you think crafts and then you think like oh it's only ladies and then so i was like well now you're mixing the two so like how did that turn out
2: bunch of milfs in there <laughs> oh
1: hey <laughs> <laughs> lots of cougars we uh <laughs> i thought you said cooters no definitely primarily women for the most part yeah um but there are more guys showing up and we were kind of opening it up to um we again we were only open a couple of weeks so we didn't get much opportunity but right. she was doing like tween nights and stuff where people could bring their kids in and do like they were making these pillows like so there's a lot of families yeah, and a lot of women a lot of women like ladies nights were going on hey <laughs> yeah dude that would
0: be like well yeah no i was gonna say that would be like a good kind of business to open for like a single bachelor dude just like hey ladies i opened up this craft bar for you <laughs> but then chances yeah. are he would well know and you know what is, what's dude.
1: funny though is we have one of our bartenders um he's a friend of ours outside of outside of this whole thing but he used to come with his daughter to mm-hmm. workshops when natasha was hosting them at other bars when he found out that she was opening her own place he's like well I would love to work there. So let me know when. (laughs) So so now he works here or works here. But he's like six foot six, Texas guy. He's got a big beard. He's like cut like out of rock. He makes a killing in tits. Oh, damn. (laughs) He makes more money than anybody.
2: Damn.
1: (laughs) Dude, that's pretty good.
2: That's how you bring in those ladies. (laughs) That's right.
1: Yeah, he's got that low southern drawl, and he's like... Ooh. Hey, He talks like Matthew McConaughey. Oh,
0: no. all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I dig it. You, yeah, you definitely got to hire a couple more of those guys, and you guys are just going to like be printing money, pretty much.
1: Yeah, they'll buy anything he sells. Like
0: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, do you want a, uh, some cured meats? And they're like, oh, I'm vegan, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. like, yeah, I was going to make yeah. another inappropriate joke, but never mind. Denise, go ahead. Go for Ross,
2: if you're done talking to your bff i have a few questions oh sure go read. ahead
0: sorry <laughs> sorry i'm hogging him up
2: well i just want to know like food trucks food trucks are like a huge thing down here especially at the breweries like you're not required to sell um food i don't think right
0: oh or, yeah like, no yeah the, just, like, well snacks. but that's a brewery they're like it, it, i feel like it's different yeah. than a bar
2: yeah but um, well at
1: least here the breweries like if they if they have like a tasting room they do have to have a, a limited menu they have to have something oh they do
2: yeah that's what you yeah. said
0: oh I, well i thought it'd be different for a brewery but okay no okay continue with your... they
2: sell alcohol, oh, okay, alcohol okay.
0: okay okay anyway
2: so like, that was a loophole so but yeah obviously you don't want to go get drunk and have like all this beer and there not be like any food because yeah there's no kitchens there so the way they kind of like go around that is that they'll have different trucks um there especially like on the weekends maybe not so much like wednesday thursday or whatever but um but for sure like friday saturday sunday they'll have like a food truck there like are food trucks popular up in canada
1: they are but they're, i think and i don't know anyone that owns one but i would imagine it's kind of tough because we have so much winter here yeah. oh so, like, yeah People just don't go outside because it sucks out eight months of the year. Yeah. Because like in the summertime, like during festival season and stuff, there's lots of them, but they they seem to vanish in the winter. Yeah.
2: Dang, that's crazy. So your bar menu, does it have a margarita on it? <laughs>
1: so it does now. It didn't when we opened. When we opened it, like both menus, the drinks and food were fairly limited just to kind of get things open and figure out what was working and what wasn't. But we do have margarita mix in our pop gun. And we're making margaritas now. So, no mind you, we're not selling them to anybody right now. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would definitely recommend that you, like, get in touch with this um, this up-and-coming mixologist down here in Southern <laughs> California. <laughs> He's also a podcaster. Um, he he wants to put a, a margarita uh, item on your menu, like, called the Hot Roderita. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm still working on the name still yeah, working on the name yeah no but anyways but i was thinking it, it would be because uh, i was telling denise i was like dude that's gonna be an expensive margarita because like you got to put a lot of fresh uh lime juice and Limen. Lyman. Lyman <laughs> <laughs> as you guys and, uh, call it
1: oh no that's i idea. know I it.
2: different. anyways
1: um you know so that's that's perfect because what that's what we were finding is that if we make things with really high quality ingredients yeah and charge a accordingly yeah. they still sell
0: oh there you go especially
1: when when people can watch you make it it's a whole thing we're not the kind of place where you know like a you know you're, we're not getting like a four dollar bar rail here
0: yeah
1: it's more about coming and enjoying the experience and not really worrying about price hopefully because it's not cheap but
2: and that's what i was telling rod i was like dude because we made this or he made this like really well, we, good well, dude,
1: that we <laughs> had
2: like we took three recipes and we kind of like Um, mix and match some of the ingredients or whatever. And we kind of, well, we're in between like two right now so like and mm-hmm. they're really good so i was like dude you should send this to joe maybe he'll put this <laughs> on the menu or whatever <laughs> and he and then rod was like no no one's gonna pay that much because these are like expensive like ingredients or whatever and i was like no dude you make it a thing where it's like oh like a secret menu item or something <laughs> How are they hardly or, can order
0: it if it's in the or secret menu? you
2: put it on there but like and even though it's expensive like oh it comes with all the bells and whistles so you get to ring a bell and they sing you a song, or, no, like, some bullshit no song. like that if you <laughs> order this drink and that's How like you? You know, it's not. It's not. It's not Fridays,
0: bro. It's not Fridays. They're not gonna sing songs.
2: No, whatever. Watch. Joe's (laughs) gonna put this on the menu. It's gonna be like insane, dude. It's gonna be like insanely popular. (laughs)
0: Insane in the membrane. Anyways, (laughs) how did you guys come up with your drink menu? Like, is it just kind of like? Oh, well, I think you had mentioned that you wanted to just have kind of like classic cocktails that, like, done right. But have you? I think Mm -hmm. you've gotten a little more creative now with it, right?
1: Yeah, we wanted to basically. I don't know. We wanted to go kind of old school and have like just the classics like manhattan and uh old fashions and that type of stuff Mm. but you got to kind of spice it up a little bit make things a little more interesting so we have one called um son of a bee (laughs) um and it's got like local honey in it and like or local honeycomb on top of the ice and stuff so it's all like presentation trying to make it look cool and you know try to make it feel like it's worth a 12 dollar cocktail like
0: yeah no for sure i like that
2: that's what i'm saying man (laughs) <laughs> and,
0: and then and then now the kids are also getting in on it, right?
1: Yeah, actually, Jack wants to become a mixologist. Oh, nice! <laughs> he he's obsessed with it. He, he plays behind that bar all day.
0: That's cool. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you're gonna have to tell me he's gonna have to work on his Texan accent, I guess, and oh, like, yeah. And, his and accent,
1: and start working
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, grow your hair out. <laughs> is that is that beard coming in yet? <laughs> 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 um, so, what, one of the other things that I think is really awesome about the bar, and you, you touched on it a little bit, is that it's basically like an art gallery. And once all the construction was finally done and you got to, like, the designing part of it, I just remember, like, every day it was just like, oh, more art's going up and more art's going up. And, yeah, I just think it's, it's awesome. Because even if you're not there for drinking or like, you could literally just, like, walk around and, like, it's like a little art gallery and stuff, a little museum. And I'm Yeah. Just, yeah. But
1: well, we have a ton of wall space because we're two floors. Yeah. And it's a, it's a full size commercial building. So we've got a ton of wall. And one of the things that we were thinking about really early on is like, we ourselves in love art galleries. we spent a lot of time, especially before we had kids going to art galleries. And this kind of gave us the opportunity to say, okay, we'll reach out to all local artists and just say, there's no commission on any sales. There's no fee to hang your stuff. Just hang it up. You mm-hmm. can have, we actually never even figured out if it would be like you get a two-month show or a three-month show or whatever. Mm. And then when, there's, when their install is done, it gets swapped out with another artist. Anything that they sell, they keep all the money. A lot of galleries are like 50% commission. Oh, damn. So when you're not charging anybody anything, you get a lot of artists offering really quickly to have their stuff there. Yeah, for sure. And it also it gives us the opportunity to have the art change all mm. the time.
0: Yeah, so I was curious about that. I was curious about how that worked with how do you convince people to, like, let you hold on to their art for, like, an extended amount of time and, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, I guess when it's like that, when it's like, oh, other places charge you 50% commission and here you just hang it up and if it sells that's cool and if not like at least it got exposed i guess and it was out there
1: exactly yeah the only thing that we're and we never got a chance to because we wanted artists to install before we opened at all because Mm -hmm. we needed stuff on the walls so we didn't get to do the formula we were planning on is like if you do decide to have an exhibit here for whatever length of time the only thing that we may stipulate is that you have to sort of have like an opening party like Mm -hmm. you don't you don't have to pay anything but just like have a formal night where it's like so-and-so install is done come and see it just so friends and family come in because all we're trying to do is have reasons for people to come in and buy a drink yeah yeah we're just kind of trying to pour this place out for every cent <laughs> we can get it <laughs> no yeah yeah. the other part too is that by not charging anything and kind of letting it feel like a collective um there's like a lot of uh community support especially through the artist community because it's like artists and makers like this is the only place like this anywhere mm-hmm when we're not charging anybody, it makes everybody feel like it's their place. Yeah. We're just selling drinks. So it, it works out really well. We just want it to open again because yeah. the online thing is going well, but it's, it's not like the rent here is really high and it's not quite covering that, mm. but it's something. Yeah. Hopefully this all ends sooner. They've like, they allow us to open with some restrictions or whatever, just to get bodies in here. Cause uh, it's sad walking around and seeing this beautiful place that we can't let anybody in.
0: It's like, hey, you wanna you wanna buy some stuff, but uh, just you know, wait out there, or I'll come deliver it to you. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But luckily, it seems it seems like things are going that way slowly but surely. I guess so. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah.
2: One last thing before you know we we let you go. Uh, are you playing any open mics? <laughs> oh God,
1: we are we are planning on doing that actually, like doing coffee houses and and that type of thing. So
2: yes. So when I go on my my North American tour, <laughs> I'm gonna stop by. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: play all my taco songs uh, hang some taco artwork <laughs>
0: beautiful. can't wait definitely <laughs> wait i get to go right huh i get to come along what oh okay oh. i guess not all right <laughs> well i'll just find my own way who's up gonna
2: there. stay with the dogs <laughs>
0: They're old enough to take care of themselves. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, Joe, we loved chatting with you. We loved catching up. Uh, I think this is a good way of of kind of ending our little limited run here of of uh, coronavirus uh, episodes or whatever.
1: I'm happy I got to do it.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I was getting kind of worried there. I was like, I don't think Joe wants to do it. He keeps (laughs) making up all these excuses. like, he's not working. So it's like, why aren't you? No,
1: it's just been crazy. Just this whole readjustment of everything has been a lot of work.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Um but before we end uh every episode we like to leave people with a little bit of like a I guess like some positive energy, some good vibes or whatever. Uh this this is still a couple of weeks out before we release it as far as like the release schedule goes. So who knows, things might be a lot better by then or maybe not. I mean, knock on wood, let's see. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, any any positive uh stuff you want to leave people with before we uh let them go for for the last time here? No. <laughs> just like no
1: no no way
0: <laughs> well fair enough I like it uh, well I will I will um, leave links to all the stuff that you're a part of in the description that's pod blocked and 742 evergreen terrace and
1: those are going to come back when the bar was opening the last few weeks before it opened it was crazy so I was here 24-7 just finishing things and then when it opened she was here like 16 hours a day. So I couldn't get away from my house because of my kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go over to Chris's house just down the street to podcast. So we we're like, well, tough this out for a little bit. And then this happened. And Chris is like the most paranoid guy in the world. So the idea of going anywhere near his house, he'd, he'd murder me. So yeah. <laughs> once this all blows over and once Chris feels comfortable with having people in his house again, we'll be back podcasting. But.
0: Nice. I love it. Also, I do want to point out, you know, if, if, if you were uh, just a little more tech savvy, you guys could totally still be podcasting right now.
1: <laughs> I know. But you know what? The fact that I answered the phone when you called is kind of remarkable.
0: I know. I know. That's true. That's true. And, and I thank you for that. I'm glad you were able to figure out which, which one was the, the one to answer.
1: Well, honestly, when I switched to this phone and I had to swipe up instead of the side to answer it, it took me a long time.
0: <laughs> Team Pixel over here, bro
1: that's right
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah and i was gonna say that that was one of the the ways that i knew that like stuff was getting pretty serious was when the podcasting stopped because i was like everybody knows podcasting is super easy so
1: <laughs> yeah i've gotten a lot of flack for that because like any time <laughs> a podcast ended or took a hiatus or whatever i'm the first person to jump on people and be like you idiot it's the easiest thing in the what are you doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, yeah yeah then we stopped we were a podcast for seven years though we recorded every week no matter what so i think the hiatus is earned
0: yeah no for sure for sure but and that just makes me more excited for when you guys are back because it, it'll be it'll be with gusto i guess i don't know if that's the right I, word
1: i've had thoughts because chris is a weird guy but <laughs> he has moments where he's like the funniest person i've ever met and i've had thoughts of just posting our dm conversations on on social media just because it's so funny. Yeah. And he's just so clever and witty when he's not on microphone that it's like it's it's being missed very much so. Yeah. Very
0: much so. Maybe you could just read them and then just post that on the feed. <laughs> just do Maybe. dramatic just dramatic do readings of of your dms. <laughs> <laughs> all right well again like i said oh. I'll, I'll leave all the all the links to everything um on the show notes if anybody wants to check out pod or 742 evergreen terrace or if they want to check out the social media page for
1: oh we didn't even say the, the name of the bar oh yeah it's called taiwan on creativity bar i think kingston ontario
0: <laughs> kingston thank you joe once again and uh yeah hopefully we get to make it up there for an open mic soon
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank well, you. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for
0: starting
1: podcasting again. You need to do that it's easy.
2: My Corona
1: Diaries.